0: Howdy, here's Bonnie the a Quake ad. I started podcast recording. What I missed from the beginning was a platform that allowed me to record my interviews with my guests in a way that gives me complete overview over the entire situation, over the audio quality, video quality, internet connection. And exactly after three years of podcasting, I finally found my platform to record on. It's called Sandcaster. It's so easy to record a podcast on Zencaster, log in using your browser, and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen, knowing Zencaster's multi-layer backups ensure you always have your recordings in highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. All you have to do is go to sendcaster.com slash pricing, that's spelled com slash pricing, and use my code Bonnie's Legends, that's B-O-N-N-I-E-S L E G E-N-D-S. And you'll get thirty percent off your first month of any Sendcaster pay plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs it's time to share your story Hi hey, here's Bonnie and welcome to another episode of Bonnie's Legends. Today's interview feature is Googly Eyes, aka Dessa, and I actually interviewed Dessa um as one of the very first features of a pretty new music. Like I've done Bonnie Sessions for two years and then I graduated high school and I didn't want to stop interviewing people, but I also didn't have the time to run the podcast, so I switched over to written blog posts and that's where I interviewed Dessa in email form about um her music and yeah so she has a new project well yeah you can call it new um googly eyes which started out as a kind of um back burner account for her to um send off her demos um for her fans to listen to and um in this interview as well she touches on how it's not really anymore about the demos it's really freedom of expression um and I'm very glad she found that in googly eyes and I love googly eyes I love all the little peas she puts out and yeah so in this episode we talked about her latest release which is today a month ago a month old and it's the EP 22 to 25 and yeah we talked about her favorite song we talked about the production process behind it um which has done all on her own and um yeah I hope you have fun as always if you like this episode you can subscribe every Wednesday I'm releasing an episode of. Um, a creative where we talk about creativity and the process behind it and then also every Saturday I am putting out a music episode like I'm having artists coming onto the podcast talking about the music and actually full circle because Desa has been one of my first Features of our pretty new music. Tomorrow I am releasing the first edition of a new feature, which kinda goes back to the roots of our pretty new music. It's um kinda in a mini interview in written form. So it comes out on our SubStick, which you can find under Bonusleegends.substick dot And um yeah, I have Kai Bosch on there about his latest single, Funny and So the feature is called Oh Funny by Kai Bosch, and yeah, subscribe to that as well if you feel like it, and um, yeah, let's dive into the episode. Have fun listening. And we're on air. Woohoo! (laughs) (laughs) Well, dear listeners, I have this out of me. Um... You have a bunch of names. How should I call you? <laughs> I know.
1: At this point, it's it's too many at this point. Um yeah, Desa is great. And then my other okay. project is Googly Eyes, and there's yes. eight billion names around that. But
0: <laughs> yeah. And your real name is Bethany, right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You edited to my calendar. I was like, okay. <laughs> I never know. Cool. I
1: always like build relationships with people and then we'll be friends for like a significant amount of time and then I'll have to reveal to them that Deza is not my real name, and yes. it throws people for a loop. So I'm just trying to, yes. trying to be upfront.
0: <laughs> yes, I I have that issue. I I have that issue because Bonnie's not my real name. No, and then they're like, uh, and then they're like, well, you know, Bonnie's like, yeah. I I started dating someone last fall, and <gasps> they only knew me from Bonnie, and <laughs> we oh, met. <matched>. <laughs> but like, I went to his place, and then he was like, um, so. You were your name's not Bonnie like we have a common friend and they knew that and they kind of told him that and he was kind of pissed that I didn't no tell him right. but I was like I was like Bonnie's like my real name as well so like you're like they I don't care count. that's yeah hilarious. exactly yeah <laughs> I was like well that's giving me a good impression
1: <laughs> you're like off to a great start
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um didn't work out I should have seen it back then <laughs> yeah and my mom's always confused because she's like always like so do people date you call you bonnie and i'm like yeah and she's like i didn't give you that name like that was not my my intention but we'll let it slide the same with my mom honestly
1: sometimes she'll refer to me as and it's like whoa and then it starts to get real weird i'm like that's you can't do that yes
0: that's so weird if family members are like bonnie yeah yeah honestly (laughs) yeah <sighs> so i get the name confusion all fine all good <laughs> uh. um yeah we're here because of googly eyes because you released a new yes. ep i mean you can call it an ep it's for Drax. it's 22 to 25 yeah Never in my mind memorize <laughs> <whenever> <laughs> it <laughs> and it's been honestly everything like i've been listening to like, I've not been listening to music today, but, like, since it came out, I've just been listening to it. I've started Thank my so day much. on Friday of that.
1: And since <gasps> then, the I just... That's the highest
0: honor. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I'm really obsessed with it. I'm, like, yeah, I'm, like, already can, like, mem- like, how we have the lyrics memorized. And stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's advanced. Honestly,
1: good for you. I'm loving that. <laughs>
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm a big lyrics fan anyway. So, like, mm. that's the first thing. Yes. Yeah. um yeah so how how did the release go so far
1: how are you feeling you know it's been super fun I think like it was a little chaotic I I had like googly eyes is such a hot mess in the best of ways I think for me so like I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants and and just (laughs) moving with what feels good and so like which also means I make a lot of mistakes. And so I had like uploaded the wrong master for something. And so Um. there was like chaos and with my like distributor. So like that side of the release being done is great Mm. because it was a little chaotic (laughs) to get here, but, um, but it's felt great. I mean, it's like the songs are so um, timely for me always. And so it feels good to move quickly. Like, I'm just, I'm glad they're out because honestly, like, it's where I'm at in life. And I just want that to be out in the world too. So.
0: Nice. Yeah. I sometimes feel like that of poems, um, like I'm releasing a poetry collection right now and it's all poetry. I've written when I was 17. So it feels very like, tiring talking about it Mm. on and on because I've wrote a poem last night and I would love to talk about that one you know (laughs) it is the curse of creatives I mean number one that's so cool that you're
1: releasing a poetry book that's like so fantastic which also means you're definitely a lyric girly, which I love Um, yes yeah it's just like it's hard as creatives because like we're only as I don't know I personally feel like I'm only as authentic as the last thing I made so it's strange to like reach back
0: and try and talk
1: about things but it is I try to remind myself I'm like I'm honoring the version of me that made this I'm honoring the version of me that made this (laughs) which can be tough it can be tough yeah
0: yeah I I wrote once a a letter so I wrote a novel when I was 16 I'm an author yeah there you go amazing. amazing and I published that one last year but before like that release was so chaotic because like I had to edit it and then other people edited it and then I figured out it's like I thought it was just fictional but then it turned out like the divorce of my parents really traumatized me We, <laughs> so-, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like therapy as well and so yeah. one day I just sat down and I wrote a letter letter to my 60-year-old self like being mm. like so do you want this color for the cover or because i was so overwhelmed wait that's so sweet though Ah, yeah i didn't get an answer (laughs) uh,
1: no but that's such a great way to like reconnect yourself to like the version of you that made it because truly that's like what it's about so yeah i i love that idea a lot
0: yeah maybe you know for next time totally (laughs) um Yeah, so I already said before I pressed record, I interviewed you before via email, that was when I first started out with Pretty New Music, which is the music section of my podcast. That's amazing. And you're now already episode 22. Whoa, that's crazy. How does it feel? (laughs) Good. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of work. (laughs) A lot of work if you think about it, so many hours, but I mean, it's worth it. That's like really interesting. That's um, I have a really interesting relationship with my podcast because I sometimes yeah. forget that I'm doing it because I talk with people about my books mm. and then they you know look me up and they're like oh my god you have a music podcast and like you interviewed Chaperone and blah 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 and I'm like yeah I guess so I mean like yeah it's part of it I guess <laughs> yeah I completely forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it feels good it's good Especially now that I have different sections, because I also like I'm I'm still interviewing other creators, yeah. but I love musicians and I love music, and so I needed a section for that as well. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for being here. Of course, thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, and okay. Before we dive into Googly Eyes and the EP, which we already started talking, but like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the bonus sections check, which are four questions. And they're like basic questions just to break the ice. Not that I think we have to break ice, but... (laughs) Get it. I'm into it. Nice. Okay. So the first question is, name pronouns and your birthday. My name is Deza. My pronouns are she, her. And
1: my birthday is January 6th. I'm a Capricorn baby. Nice. You have birthdays with my brother. I love. I love (laughs) birthday buddies. They're
0: my favorite. They're my favorite people. Yeah. Just remember, I was like, where do I know the date from? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my brother, my brother, uh, my beloved brother. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I love that. So he just had birthday. Um, yes. Happy belated birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> A month later, but. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it counts. It counts. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I call this podcast funny sessions because I want to interview people I look up to and feel inspired by. And so who would you say is your legend? Oof.
1: at the moment it's so funny because it changes a lot i feel like at the moment probably caroline yeah. polichek oh for a yes. long time it was john bellion he was he was up there uh so they're definitely or or lord truly probably those are like the mm. the three at the moment
0: yeah nice i missed out on the chance to watch caroline live <sighs> I'm so mad at it. I was at Primavera in Barcelona last year. And I missed, I completely missed that she was performing. There's too many things going on at those festivals. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. Biggest regret of my life, not having gone to that. Yeah, my Roman Empire. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I love that. It's like, I was there, I was there, and I was not there. But like, Mm. I was there, so. I was so close. I was so close. Um. Yeah. So I love that. Um. Okay. You're throwing a dinner party. Invite anyone, dead or alive, or abandoned crew. Who would you invite? Oh, that's so good.
1: Wait. Well, I probably would do Ella Fitzgerald. Truthfully, yeah. I feel like like some jazz lezen- legends would be such a crazy cool thing because I just think they. Ugh, those stories that they have must be incredible that sounded like mm. pretentious but I i think that was the no, first no, person that it. comes to mind
0: <laughs> <laughs> no I got it I got it I'm a I graduated high school with chess music so oh, there you go I love yeah honestly I'm sometimes thinking you know how nowadays every big pop star or like big musician is putting out a biography at some point yeah and I'm like like I'm, I'm totally fine with it, but like, imagine if that would have been like the standard for like in the 50s or 60s. Like, imagine I can't. I just can't. I bet they, yeah. I bet the stories they have out of them
1: is crazy. But almost the mystery of it is something special mm. too. I think so. Right?
0: Yeah. Stays, stays a secret. Yeah. No. <laughs> we can all just write fanfictions about it. <laughs> <laughs> um okay and last question after the check if you could go back in time oh this is quite matching if you could go back in time what would you say to your 16 year old self oh uh, uh, <laughs> i would i would
1: i would tell her to relax i think mm. i think yeah <laughs> she had such a urgent ambition honestly this ties in a lot to google Eyes too like i think if i was able to soften my ambition earlier into a form that was healthier I would have been better off I don't think 16 year old me would understand but I think (laughs) I would try and be like hey it's gonna be fine like it's not that big a deal just like take a couple deep breaths you're gonna get dumped it's gonna be fine like you know what I mean like I don't know I think (laughs) I have a lot of empathy for that version of myself and I'd probably just tell her to chill out
0: (laughs) yeah Honestly, that's I think every single like every single person who's given me an answer to this question is similar to that. It's like calm down, relax, like don't worry, don't. You want the world when you're sixteen, things. man. Yeah, you yeah. want
1: everything, and you have the stamina to do it, but not n- none of the knowledge.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. you have the attitude, but you don't like you don't really necessarily know which path to go down. The attitude, percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, nice. Okay. You already started talking about googly eyes and I think we've mentioned it for <laughs> the fifth time now. But um yeah, so you're making music yeah. as Tessa as well. Um and then you started googly Eyes, I think, around one or one and a half years ago, yeah. Yeah. right? Just about, yeah. Nice. Do you wanna talk about why you made the switch? Um, yeah. where you've been coming from musically?
1: Totally. I mean I've been releasing music as Deza since 2018. And I think I released, the last thing I released as Deza was this huge project that was like 12 songs. And it was just this monster of a thing. And I got to the end of it. And I was so disappointed in myself, I think more than anything, about what I had let that project do to me. And so I knew that I needed a way back into making music because making things as Deza didn't really feel good anymore um, mm-hmm. for a very, for a myriad of reasons, I think. But like, I knew I needed to start something else. So it's funny cause my friend Rachel Bachner um, was like in LA at the time. And I was, you know, we were talking it over and I was just saying, I don't know what to do. I think I should start a side project. Like, I think I should try something else because I do think also as a side note, there does come a point where like the length of the maturity of a project no longer works in its favor. You Mm -hmm. know, if you've been Deza for 10 years, it's like, what's, why has that not quote unquote worked, you know? And so Mm -hmm. it might be time to reevaluate. And I had been studying up on people like Caroline Pulachek who went from chairlift and people like Joji who came from another genre almost entirely. And like studying all these artists who had pivoted, pretty much. I mean, yeah. Lana Del Rey had started out as her own true name. So all that said, I think like I needed a way back into music. I needed it to be pressureless. I needed it to be um, in my control 100%. And so I started Googly Eyes and it's all music that I make 100% myself. I get to control it from the start to the finish <laughs> for better or for worse, But, um, but they stay fossilized in the form that I like them in, which I think is something special. It didn't always happen with Deza. You know, you would hand hand something you produced off to a mixer or a masterer and, and you would end up with a extremely polished version that was beautiful. But it always lost a bit of the sparkle for me. And so it's nice to kind of create pieces that are exactly as I intend them to be. So, yeah, that's googly eyes in a, in a
0: long form answer, I guess. Yeah, no. Yeah. I was yeah, city sickness was massive. Like crazy. Just witnessing it felt like, wow. Oh man. Like, that is the epitome of me biting off more than I can chew. Like
1: so truly. It was such a terrible idea for my mental health. It was so bad. I'm proud of it. And I yes, and I think the more distance be. I get from it. Thank you. I think I'll continue to be proud of it, but it's like I'm glad that that period of my life is over for sure, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, it was interesting because I saw you kind of doing this concept of like putting out a single per week and mm. kind of promoting it and then putting it all together. Sorry to trauma. <laughs> no, you know I mind? just forgot that I was doing it at that
1: rate. I don't know who let me do that. <laughs> I don't know why anybody wasn't. Well, I'm sure people tried to
0: be like, hey, maybe don't. And yeah. I was like, nah,
1: I'm going to do it anyways.
0: It was it was a really interesting concept, and I saw so many like I, I witnessed like two other artists doing it after that, mm. which was interesting because I felt like you had put on, but it was just from my perspective for the internet, right? Like someone else could have done it before you, but for me, it was like <laughs> wow, Odessa had done this immense project, and now like two other artists are following here. Hey, I really amazing. That. <laughs> I'm here for the pace of it. I really am. Googly eyes. That's the nice thing. I think Googly. I'm
1: trying to maintain the pace, but. Um you yes. know in, in a different kind of way which is
0: nice <laughs> yes I like that so yeah tell me about tell me about googly eyes what's the concept behind it I know like you um kind of name your EPs after like the like the track number of yeah the one you release. so at this point you already released like 25 tracks which is just
1: <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny is I literally like not me telling my 16 year old self to relax and then do absolutely not relaxing into my young adulthood. That's hilarious. Um, no, but googly eyes is like, like I said, it's, it's this project where I get to do it a hundred percent myself. And so I think at its yeah. core, that's, that's the concept at the moment. Not that I wouldn't, uh, you know, I would I would be down to let somebody in, maybe at a later date, but right now I'm, I'm excited for it to be just mine. And yeah. it started out more so as like, just a place to put my demos, which is why a lot of those early ones are titled demo. Because I was like, oh, you know, these aren't finished. And, you know, if I'm mixing them, I should call them a demo because I'm not a great mix engineer. And and then at some point I was like, fuck it. Like I just I Mm -hmm. I'm making music and it is in the form it is and I'm just gonna release this out. And so Hell yeah. It's nice to kind of like just move freely. I don't I don't need a grand plan. I don't need um, you know, five year goals. I don't, you know, I just want to make things as I move through the world and let the world have them at least in a close range to the time I'm feeling those things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What we talked about in the beginning, right? Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. And yeah, it just, I think when you started out with Googly Eyes, it just really inspired inspired me in a way because you know as I said I have so many poems and mm. I mean you know releasing this poetry collection now and talking about my 17 year old self like why not but like, <laughs> um, yeah it really inspired me to just like the comes of like I sometimes realize that when I keep things to myself and I keep writings that are good to myself and mm. not share with the public because I don't know I'm worried that the person I wrote this about is reading this stuff, blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. it becomes such a burden in a way and like <laughs> and then when I release it like almost when I release it immediately mm-hmm. it's just out there in the world and I'm proud of it but it's not becoming this almost like it's it's almost a burden because I'm carrying it on my own and I'm not sharing it with the public so that's totally I mean I think like there's really something to that for the
1: creative brain and like yeah you know I kind of err on the side of moving too quickly. I think that's very obvious. Like there is, um yeah, it it's great to like format a project and think it through, but I but I think it's so freeing as a creative to like allow yourself to share things in progress. I've always felt that yes. way. Um and I think if you're a creative that works quickly like I do, where we're like I'm sitting yeah. on probably a hundred more like googly ideas that yeah. aren't out. Like it's funny. Cause like you know, 25 is a lot for like the time span, but like when I think about what I've made, um, mm. it's such a small sample size of like yeah. small selection of that bigger chunk. And so I don't know, it's just, it's really freeing to just let yourself move with the art. I don't know. Yeah. Again, that sounds so pretentious, but, <laughs> but no. it's like, been such a nice thing so i, t- I totally feel you it. It, it can be tough when you sit on things for too long for sure yeah
0: yeah well you're not pretentious we're just creative brains <laughs> we have creative brains like you just have to like make the art and you oh so silly <laughs> like when you he- okay when you talk in that voice then yeah been- <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah totally but like yeah as you said it's like good to have a side project and like you you continue to release music on the desert as well i noticed like snow club came out
1: that's actually um,
0: such a funny little side story
1: it was just it got placed in a hallmark movie and okay <laughs> um the people that watched the movie were like i tried to shazam this and like can't listen to it and so uh my team and i just decided like let's just put it out under desa and like let it ride because honestly i can't i, I I, I don't know that I'll release anything else as does. I don't have any plans to at the moment, it's, yeah. uh, which is, I think, fine by me. But it was a nice yeah. place to put that little Hallmark snippet yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I don't know where else to put it, but it was great.
0: Yeah, but you have, like, these two different worlds and you can decide yeah. where to put which. So that's really nice as Definitely. yourself the creator, you know. And I think the – not consumer, but, like, the listener or your fans will probably, you know, go with the f- – Anything really? Like, yeah. Look at me, you know. Like, <laughs> I've been a fan of Dessa and I followed City Sickness, and now I'm here at Google this <laughs> and talking to you about Oh, which I love. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Do you wanna um talk over the songs? um Yeah. I or we could just go with my questions, and then you know we could talk about the songs anyway, but like not in order, like a bit more Ooh. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i mean honestly i'll do whatever i would love to do okay. whatever your vibe is so i'm here okay so i wanted to ask so for listeners the four tracks are sex cells get over yourself kid personal and clean sheets and there's a side note get over yourself kid is my you're on your own kid <laughs> <laughs> thank this, you. became, this is honestly yeah <laughs> i love miss tay but thank you that's yes. great yes <laughs> What would you say is your favorite track off EP?
1: I have to say, I think Sex Sells is probably my favorite. It just feels so well-rounded to me. Like I'm I'm really proud of the way the production and everything turned out on that one, I think. Um yeah. and story-wise, like felt really good. But it does it it's one of those things where I think it changes from time to time. Like, yeah. It depends on which one I listened to last. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I noticed, was, um, wasn't um was Sex Sales the first song you kind of tease? Like, I remember you posted in your stories and I replied to it. And then like four months later, it was real. Yeah. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> I can actually re-listen to it. Literally. Yeah. yeah, Sex Sales, I think, was like the first
1: of the four to probably to be finalized. I don't know if I started it first, but it was definitely the one that was like leading the charge. Usually when yeah. I make these groups of songs, there's there's one or two that's kind of like this is the the centerpiece of the project, and then there's you know the secondary and the tertiary songs that I just kind of add on because they feel like they round out the project. But "Sex Cells" I think was like the centerpiece of this one for me, yes. and that and that was really really nice.
0: Nice, yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with the song. <laughs> I've listened to it like about probably fifty to eighty times already. I love <laughs> that. It's <That's> my favorite. <laughs> yeah it's just those of the lyrics are just so like relatable like not even not only the line of like right friends and friends of friend like friends of them are becoming yeah. famous but also like everything i wanted kind of changes yeah. and that feels very true to like yeah like finally someone says it right it's such a weird time that we're living in i think because like mm.
1: like oh that sounds so pretentious again but like everybody is has the opportunity now to be an entertainer you know it's not social media anymore it's all entertainment media and so like you and everyone else around you has become a performer and so like that you know Bo Burnham talks a little bit about that we're like everything just becomes a performance and I think like you end up watching a lot of your friends especially when you're in a creative industry like succeed at the thing they're doing if you're lucky you get to see your friends succeed and like it's such a beautiful thing, but it's, it's just painful, right? It's that comparison game that Mm. that's so easy to like plot yourself in. Um, Yeah. And then, and yeah. And then as you get older too, at least for me feeling like goals that I had when I was 16, that I always thought would be a part of my identity. Feeling those shift has been so bizarre and um, unsettling, but, but coming to terms with it has been, so lovely as well I don't know
0: nice yeah I've been f- I've been feeling that a lot lately because mm. I really like I always wanted to move to New York City and I've not gone there yet like I've not visited yet because I'm you know I'm living on the other like <laughs> overseas um <laughs> but I'm planning a trip in the fall and like but what I've noticed is that I probably wanna spend there like maybe a couple of months but I cannot yeah. picture myself living there anymore which is so interesting cuz I've you know like I've written poems about how I wanted to you know sit on those fire escape yeah. um stairs and just live my life and now I'm like maybe not you know that's and so that's wild It
1: is so wild and on top of that I think at least again speaking for myself like there was a lot of shame wrapped up in yes. my goals changing and a lot of feeling like a failure if I didn't want yeah. to be huge, just, you know, if, or realizing that a goal has maybe passed you by. Like, I, I'm not going to be a child prodigy anymore and that's fine. And like, yeah. and I don't know, trying to like release myself of that shame of your goals changing, I think mm, has yeah. been a process for me for the last year, for sure.
0: It's weird. It's such a weird place. It is, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So anyway, just wanted to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like the song has been really like especially the line. Like I'm always dance like I always start dancing to it automatically and just push out all those you know, all this energy that I have currently. (laughs) I love that so much. Thank you. Yes. So um yeah, when was the first time you kind of felt that song? Or like what was the first lyric line you came up? The first one that came to to <clears throat> mind
1: was the, all of my friends and their friends are becoming famous. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think.
1: Um, and then quickly followed by that second line, all the things yeah. I want have started changing. I think it is, like I said, just watching all of your people succeed. Yeah. Um, and when you're young, you're like, that's going to be me. And then you realize slowly that it might not. Hmm. and 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 maybe you don't even want that anymore. And so that's kind of where the soul of the song started and um and then it slowly morphed into what it is now
0: yes nice yeah no totally i sometimes see that with my people i'm interviewing because i'm quite known for interviewing just like indie artists or like smaller artists um as i said i interviewed once chepo reon but you know obviously like amazing No, she's like this huge (laughs) superstar superstar. and she deserves every little
1: bit of it man yeah so good oh yes i'm obsessed with chapel she's fantastic yes
0: yes but it's so interesting to uh to see how you know my people like i'm having this podcast for four years now already so it's wild Mm -hmm. to see how people change and like do different things and see them grow and it will like oh that's gotta be so cool (laughs) yeah it is truly and I'm like oh, okay I'm still the, you know I'm still the music journalist that goes to local bands shows and like it's like hey I have a podcast do so you want to be on there and now sometimes they're like oh my god you interviewed like these big star like big bands and I'm like well they weren't big when I interviewed them but yeah you could be one of like you could be, the next. <laughs> that could be you yeah because it's kind of a channel you know right that's right <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's listening to my podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. Love that line. Um, yeah. Um, um, but let me look at my script and also the time. <laughs> um, yes. Is there any song on the EP that you find is underrated or underappreciated? I mean, this, you know, it's been out for like five day- days now, but.
1: It's yeah. so true, though, because there always is one. I mean, it's funny because people do tend to listen in chronological order. And so I think the tail end of the projects always kind of lose lose some love. They, they've they stayed pretty consistent, I think, but you, you do see some drop off. And I think, I think Personal, actually, out of the four, is probably the most at least slept on at this moment. I think that song uh is very personal (laughs) for lack of a better term and i and i uh i hope it gets the love it deserves
0: over the next few weeks but we'll see yeah i so you're talking about clean sheets
1: yeah i think personal is probably the most oh yeah
0: right but but clean sheets isn't a close second right (laughs) now i was like confused because like (laughs) obviously the song is called personal but i was like I don't know. I just understood the word correctly. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, you're totally fine. <laughs> I was like, did she, did she say this title already? And then I was like, maybe it's Clean Sheets because it's the last song of the EP. But... It is true. That's true. Yeah. No. Yeah. I definitely feel that with personal as well. Like, it's the... Like, yeah, like Clean Sheets is in your mind because like it's the end of the EP and then sex like sales starts again. And then yeah. obviously, as I said, Get Over Yourself Kit is kind of, you know... Oh, Changed. I love that. I think that's the one
1: that's been connecting with people the most, which I absolutely yeah. love. Because that one's like probably the
0: strangest out of the three. So that yeah. feels
1: really good that people people are, are liking it.
0: Yeah. It's a it's also good music to just put on when you mm-hmm. work and just yeah. you know, just have something on like i totally. I always worked with music and so your P is like genius for that <laughs> but yeah it's like personal it's the song like when it comes on you're like oh yeah right that's also in this you know ep yeah. and then it's just hitting home like <laughs> the most and you're like oh okay let's take a deep breath and then just continue <laughs> to work <laughs> so yeah um i like that yeah totally if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the ep listener you should Give personal a listen first. It's good. It's good. Start the with personal. That would be an interesting. I think it would be a completely different listening experience. But
1: like I always struggle to to know what order to put them in, but I I think I yeah. defer to like putting the ones first that it, centerpieces yeah. usually go first for me, which yes. is really great because um, yeah. I know people will kind of tap out maybe and or we'll lose a few people so i like to give give the good ones up front at least right now yes. okay, maybe i'll switch it up next time
0: yeah and like you know maybe personal just stays the you know underrated yeah. <laughs> are like why are you not listening to this one <laughs> always one yeah um okay um how much time do you have i know this is scheduled for like 10 more minutes i have all day so we're, we're good yeah. okay um, because I've got so many questions, I didn't realize yeah. that when I made them. No, I'm so here for all of it. <laughs> all right, I wanted to talk with you a bit about. Um, no, wait. Let's say the EP for a bit. Uh, for a little longer. Um, so I'm interested in how long did it take to make the EP, and you said you self-produce, like you self-produce everything. Yeah, of this, which is just impressive. But yeah, I'm how sure long did it take? I
1: mean, ooh, that's a good question. I think. <laughs> probably a few months, honestly, because I think the the fun thing about Googly is I'm working at any given time with maybe like 20 to 30 gem starts of ideas. And then yeah. um, I usually will pick a few out of the, the collection and then group that, finish them out and then put it as an EP. And then we'll go back to the gems and we'll grab some more and we'll finish them out. So I think it's very cyclical. and And a lot of the sections of work overlap um yeah. but probably in total four or five months maybe nice. i usually move quick
0: <laughs> yeah i like that no i like that and i mean it's four songs so four months Yes, yeah. really quick like, <laughs> <laughs> about it. yeah um, um, i want to get it out you know <laughs> yeah and i think yeah i think it's been like october november when you first posted that story which I talked about
1: yeah 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 usually it takes um yeah usually I've been working on something for about a month before I post it that seems to be the kind of rule of thumb I've chosen
0: (laughs) nice yeah um I'm interested when do you know I mean obviously as you said you know there can be like pro and cons to doing everything yourself and I am a perfectionist myself so I was wondering when do you know like this is done (laughs) honestly I wish I had a little bit more perfectionism in me because
1: I think I I am on the opposite end of that spectrum where I'm like this is perfect I've worked on it for 10 (laughs) minutes and it's done and a lot of times I'm
0: jealous
1: (laughs) I mean it's sometimes it's good but then sometimes I like have to actively remind myself like no let's like let's actually, let's go back in on this and let's make it work. I think right. for me, I've always followed my gut feeling. It's very loud. Um, and so it it just kind of lets me know when it's done. I, I try to not overproduce things. I think that's an easy pit to fall into. I fall into yeah. it often, <laughs> but I think I'm trying to make sure I stay simple with it. And and if it sounds yeah. done to me, if it feels done to me, I I'm like, you know what, let's just rock it and I'll, make something else next month and and just kind of keep the
0: train moving so (laughs) yeah right I love that that's a good attitude I need to I I'm going to I'm going to export that audio quick clip and then I'm going to listen to it every single time I'm sitting down somewhere in the
1: middle somewhere in the middle is perfection right like where you're balancing the hard work of perfection and this gut feeling thing I think I I wish I had a bit more Thought process sometimes, so I'm you know somewhere in the middle is the right answer,
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah i this is so impressive that you self produce like that you self produce you. Here. i know I know I've had a couple of um fellow female music producers on here like who also self produce their own music, and so I know that you know that's kind of an audience section of people who listen to this podcast, so maybe. Can you um, tell a bit how you got into it and what yeah. like what keeps you going like while doing it? Totally. I mean, I got my first Daw as a high
1: school graduation gift. So my parents got me FL Studio when I was eighteen, and um, I was working on a PC at the time. <laughs> and like, you know, just slowly developing it over the years has been probably the most fun. Actually, out of out of all of the processes, I think it's the one I was weakest at and still probably am out of the three. When I consider my artistry, my songwriting and my production work, like it's been such a good outlet to grow mm-hmm. and and like truly see the difference in where I was five years ago and where I am now. Like, I don't know, I think, man, that means I've probably made so many productions over the years that are just absolutely so terrible but it's like I think as a woman being able to make your own production is so fun and -hmm. such an asset because I think you know if you look at the stats there's not a ton of us and I think the numbers are growing which is fantastic but as more women start to pick it up but I think the thing that keeps me in it is being able to make my own music and like yeah being able to bring an idea to life is so amazing, you know, having something in your head and getting to make it real. is just so otherworldly and will never not be cool to me.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So how did you learn it? Did you, so when you got the door, did you just play around? That's what I did with audio editing (laughs) podcast.
1: A lot of it is learning by doing. Googly is a big, I think a big step in that direction too. Cause like, Now, now I'm learning by doing on the mixing side and on, you know, and I'm just throwing myself into the fire by, by trial, basically. I think it's always been more learning by doing than anything. I was lucky enough to go to a few music schools where we talked about production. um, Mm. And then I got to watch a lot of brilliant producers work. And that's been incredibly helpful, you know, kind of peeking my head over their shoulders and being like, what did you just do to that synth that made it sound so nice? And, Getting to pick up tips and tricks, um, people are often eager to share their tricks, yeah. and so being right. aware of that and being confident enough to ask
0: has been very helpful. But mostly learning by doing, yeah, yeah. No, it's so yeah. That's such an interesting because we're always like, oh, I can't, I cannot ask, like they won't tell me. But like, if you don't ask, you don't know. Like, yeah, just give it a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Honestly, that's. Been life changing the past year for me. <laughs> just, yeah. just ask. Like the worst <laughs> you can get is like no. <laughs> so like, absolutely or no answer at all. Like that's also fine. Like I always when I where I like you know send out emails and pitch to other yeah. like bigger artists. Right when I have to email the manager, yeah. I'm like I'm like if I don't do this now, I will never know. Like <laughs> so 100 percent, just 100 percent. Yeah, honestly. Good. Um, where do you where do you get your inspiration? Like, where do you get your inspiration? And are the lyrics first there, and then the music, or the music first and the lyrics second? Mm. That's a big question. No, that's a great question. I think take your time. (laughs) You need to think about
1: it. (laughs) Oftentimes, lyrics come first for me. I I they happen kind of separately actually. I, I have a bank, as many songwriters do, of like phrases that come up or things people yeah. say that I find intriguing. Um, and then I'm normally starting little production gems on the side that usually begin without lyrics. Um, and then sometimes it's about playing connect the dots between what idea belongs to what production. Um, okay. Cause I feel like they, sometimes happen at the same time it's not as often um, as it used to be I think but in terms of where I get my inspiration from these days it's been a lot of just paying attention to the world I think I've said that before but like the gut feeling in me is always quite strong if I'm listening to it and tuned into it and so you know it'll kind of point me in the right direction and then I think just creatively getting a lot of inspiration from like listening to comedy interview podcasts truly like other other creatives and listening to their process and letting that fuel me in my music process has been really helpful in the last few months
0: actually nice yeah that's been one of my goals with this podcast and having a music section and like a normal section like in air quotes um just because like the creative process is so similar like even Mm -hmm. if you're like if your industries are like miles apart but like it's so simpler
1: and it's so for me I get so I can get so burned out on music related content sometimes when you live Mm -hmm. and breathe in and so it's nice to step into another creative industry because you're absolutely right the process is so similar and they have different insights on how things are done, and it's just I yeah. find it so insightful.
0: Yeah, that's why I love. I love. Like I've heard a lot that musicians love films just mm. because it kind of takes off. Like they watch, they're watching some other creators doing yes. work and stuff like that. So Definitely. yeah, I've heard that uh, a lot. Actually, that like musicians watch more films than they actually listen to music, just because. <laughs> <I think laughs> yeah, that's true. But I get it, you know, I'm I'm watching more films as I read books as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> or I listen, right? Like I listen to so much music. Mm-hmm. I'm always over like, I have this new app on my phone, which tells me every week how many minutes I've listened. and Amazing. <laughs> I'm
1: that's always amazing. so shocked
0: because it's over, it's always like over 800 minutes. And I'm like, that's, that's a half day. <laughs> that's, I only listened to 3000
1: minutes of music last year like total over the whole wow. yeah. so you're like crushing me at this point
0: <laughs> yeah I'm like yeah that's I love like that a third of my daily count like weekly count yeah that's amazing <laughs> so I totally get the diving into other and the, yeah as you said you learn so much from it do you Absolutely. do you know the creative independent I think it's called it's a it's a newspaper I will send you the link afterwards but they yeah, interview you. all kinds of creatives and usually only around like they're never really about their projects just about the creative process and so sometimes if you read those like I'm reading those and I don't even know the profession and then at the end it's like something completely different and I pictured them being a musician or something and it's like so fun that is yeah. so cool I'm definitely gonna have to check that out yes I sent you that um it's been a that's where I'm getting my inspiration lately from <laughs> that's good that's really cool yeah um nice okay to wrap it up I was wondering um if you could send the EP so like the four songs to any artist dead or alive knowing they would listen to it who would it be and would you wish they would give feedback or just be like oh I liked it oh man oh <laughs> Ooh, so many people come to mind. I
1: think <laughs> the first is probably like a Caroline Polachek or like Danny Harl, that kind of crew over there would be incredible just to hear their thoughts and yeah. kind of, oh, you're always like, tell me one person. I'm like, here's eight, but <laughs> yeah, think, no, go for it. Like Flume would be so cool to hear what mm-hmm. he has to say. Um, Tovlo, I think would be amazing. Yeah. I think honestly, I don't know if I'd want their. I'd want their honest feedback. It would hurt me because I know what they would say. I think already, but but yeah. I think I would want their true feedback on it. Nice. Um, I just I just admire their creative world so much that or Sylvanasso, That would be another huge one that I'd love
0: thoughts on ears on. But yeah, one day when you yeah one day when you mentioned uh, when you mentioned Tovelo, it reminded <sighs> Tovelo. Yeah. I love it. Right. Um, I remember that actually I I discovered you when I was a, like when I was in my Tableau area. And I I just remember that back then when I found you because you also you're also a songwriter for other artists as well. So you kind of reminded me of like how Tableau had started out. So that I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> I love Tobolo so much.
1: Yes, and, yeah. She's amazing. So thank you. That's, I'm going to carry that with me. I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Put it on the mirror and
1: yeah, it every day. <laughs> Amen.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. To, at the end, do you want to, um, do you have any honorable mentions you want to make anyone you want to say thank you? You know, thank you to Rachel Bachner
1: for like helping me start this project. I think yeah. like having friends and people in your corner to support you when you do something kind of on your own is so important. And yeah. like having Rachel, I have another friend, Kelsey, uh, call her Kelso and like, she's just been incredible with this whole thing too, where just so comforting in, in a lot of their words to me. So I thank you to those two girls and, uh, and to all the people that carried on from Desa to Googly with me, I think I owe you guys all a big thanks. Cause <laughs> I just love being able to like, Shape shift and and have you guys come with? So I think it's been really
0: really fun, and I'm excited to see yes. what we do next. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. I mean, you know, I'm still obsessed. Like I'm still married to 22, 25. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, give me six six months, and I'll be hyped if you bring someone else around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure then. there will be more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this was nice. This is great. Thank you so much.